Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. You know, one of the things about this uh, coronavirus is we're learning something virtually every day about it, whether uh, how it's transmitted, who it affects. Uh, and and now another uh, revelation, which uh, is frightening from Western University, suggesting that stroke could be the first presenting symptoms, a uh, symptom rather, in younger patients with COVID-19. To talk more about all of this, Dr. David Stephen is with us, one of the researchers on the study, Schulich Medicine and Dentistry at Western, and is with us now. Doctor, thanks for the time. Hope you're doing well. Hi, Scott. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, this is frightening on so many fronts, especially because younger people don't think that they're necessarily affected by this uh, virus. Tell us what you're finding here. Yeah, so what uh, what we looked at here, and, and I have to credit uh, Dr. Luciano Spazzato and his team for doing the bulk of the work here, but what we found is that uh, stroke is uh, uh, much more common than uh, we thought might be the case in patients with, with COVID-19. In fact, up to 2% of patients admitted to the hospital with COVID uh, turn out that they have a stroke, and up to... Uh, you know, a, a high proportion of patients under 50%, under 50 years old, that's their only presenting symptom when they're in the hospital is a stroke of some kind. Wow. What does that say? That is frightening that that is their only uh, presenting symptom because, again, we've been concerned that, you know, it may mimic the flu, we may sore throat, shortness of breath, what have you, similar uh, symptoms. This as a stroke, that's, that's incredibly frightening. And these are people who ne- aren't necessarily prone to heart disease? That's right. That's right, Scott. And the thing that I mean, what this tells us is that this is a uh, a systemic uh, condition. So although it may enter the body through the lung or the nose and cause symptoms there, and and that's how we traditionally think of these types of viruses as causing respiratory illness. Once they enter the body through that portal, they can really do anything. And in this case, uh, they're affecting uh, the brain directly in terms of having a stroke. And there are a number of ways that someone can have a stroke. uh, but 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 basically, once it's entered the body, it affects things other than the lung. So that's the message: is that this is not just a lung problem. But once it's entered the bloodstream, uh, it can cause a stroke uh, uh, in any number of ways. Is this showing up in older patients, or as you mentioned, it's seemingly those under fifty were where this is presented? No, it's showing up in older patients as well. However, in older patients, they they also have some of the more traditional. Uh, findings as well. So right. more commonly in, in older older patients, they would come in with you know respiratory illness, et cetera, and, and have a stroke layered on top of that. Whereas right. in the younger patients, uh, that's where we saw a higher proportion that were just the stroke was all they came in with. And then subsequently were identified to have, have COVID-19. So is it COVID-19, and obviously I don't think we know this, but is it COVID-19 that's actually causing the physical stroke, or is it what COVID-19 is putting the body through that is triggering the stroke? Probably the latter. I don't think we think that, uh, I mean, obviously we don't know, but it's probably not the virus that's directly doing this. Right. There are any number of reasons that, that someone could have a stroke. Uh, uh, a few of them would be, we do know that, that patients uh, with COVID-19 uh, can form blood clots in their vessels uh, more easily than they should be. So we call that a hypercoagulable state. So that, that can lead to strokes. Um, you may have also heard that the, the heart can get inflamed. Uh, there's been studies that have shown, the MRIs have shown inflammation in the heart and the heart uh, uh, inflammation can also lead to strokes. Um, and uh, the vessel walls themselves, even within the brain, could potentially develop an inflammatory response uh, that could could lead to a stroke. So there are a number of mechanisms by which the virus could indirectly uh, cause a stroke, and 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 that's that's what we're seeing here. 
Now, uh, in these younger patients that are presenting a stroke first, any other sort of underlying conditions or complications? Generally not. I mean, generally, no. This, is, wow. this would have been, you know, a surprise to them and us. What, 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 uh, how does this leave you feeling? Where does this, uh, man, it, it seems nothing can stop this. We're learning something new about this every day, it appears. Yeah, well, I think it just underlines something that, you know, we have known for some time now, and, and at least in, in the medical community, that this is, is not strictly a, um, a, a lung condition. It can, can cause problems in the brain, can cause problems in the heart, and that it's a very serious condition. This is not a minor condition. It's not the flu. This is a very serious virus that can have very serious uh, life-altering complications, even in survivors uh, and even in younger people. And I think that's the message that, that needs to be driven home. We're seeing uh, in the latest numbers and this, these ticking, uh, ticking up of numbers we're seeing right the way across the country, uh, 67% of the, those uh, with new cases, 20 to 40-year-olds. W- what do you say to this demographic? Well, I think that's just, uh, it's, it's like anything else. I mean, I think uh, people have to have self-awareness, awareness of their surroundings. Um, and um, this is the group of people that, um, um, that, are t- that, that will be tending to, to uh, gather in large groups. And I think um, everyone just needs to reflect on whether the gathering they need to go to or the, or the social outing they need to go to is really necessary. These will be things that people can do at some point later in their life anyway. And and it's probably better to forego as much of this as possible for the time being, just for the for the betterment of everyone. So, doctor, where do you take this research that you that you're doing now? What what happens next? Where do you go from here? Yeah, I think I think a couple of the questions you've asked are questions that we've asked as well. Like, what what is the cause of these strokes in this patient? Is there is there a, you know that that's the one question we're wondering is what is the actual cause of the strokes? Because that hasn't been answered. And another thing, is there anything that can be done to predict this? And you, all, you asked me also about it, whether there's risk factors or pre-existing pre, pre conditions. Mm-hmm. Perhaps there are that we're unaware of, and that would be the other thing that would be interesting to look at. Dr. David Stephen has been with us, Schulich Medicine and Dentistry at Western University. Uh, some of the younger uh, patients of COVID-19 are presenting a stroke as their first symptoms. Frightening. Uh, Dr. David Stephen, thanks so much for the time. Much appreciated. Be well. Thank you for having me. Have a good day. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.